بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of the great hadith of Jibreel عليه السلام and uh, from the words which uh, the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم answered the questions of Jibreel concerning the uh, meaning of Islam is the salah is the establishment of as-salah and he said وَتُقِيمَ as-salah the establish the prayer uh, what falls under the establishment of the prayer is arkan as-salah the pillars of salah and what does that mean the pillars mean the actions that include the sayings and the uh, doings sayings and actions that establish the salah meaning that without them the salah is invalid without them the salah is invalid and from that is takbirat al-ihram from that is takbirat al-ihram the takbira of entering the salah Upon entering the Salah, the believer says, Allahu Akbar, which means Allah is greater. And the Salah cannot be established without Takbirat al-Ihram. And if a person forgets Takbirat al-Ihram, he comes and stands in the line, then he forgot, he forgets it, and then begins the recitation. Then, uh, then his Salah is not valid. It is not established at all because takbirat al-ihram is the one that by which the salah is established. The Prophet ﷺ taught the one, taught a person how to perform the salah, and he said to him, "إذا قمت إلى الصلاة فأسبغ الوضوء ثم استقبل القبلة فكبر." If you stand to perform the salah, then uh, if you intend to perform the salah, then make the wudu, make the ablution complete. Then direct yourself towards the Qibla in Mecca, the Kaaba. Fakabbir, make takbir. Fakabbir, declare takbir. So it's a must to make the takbir. And the Prophet ﷺ continued doing that. And from this also is the recitation of the Fatiha. From this is the recitation of the Fatiha. The opening chapter of the Quran. The recitation of the Fatiha is a rukun, is a pillar. Salah is not valid without the Fatiha. And uh, in Surah Al-Muzzammil, so recite you of the Quran as much as be easy for you and the Prophet uh, explained what this uh, the meaning of what may have been easy for you and that this is the Fatiha and that it is the Fatiha فقال صلى الله عليه وسلم the Prophet ﷺ said, لا صلاة لمن لم يقرأ بفاتحة الكتاب. 
no salah is valid, the person who does not recite Fatihat al-Kitab, the opening chapter of the book, and this is in Sayyid al-Bukhari and Muslim. And he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Man salla salatan lam yaqra fiha bi umm al-Qur'an fahiyya, fahiyya khidaj. Anyone who prays the salah, the salah without reciting the umm al-Qur'an, the mother of the book of the Qur'an, then it is khidaj, meaning fasida, invalid, ghayr sahih. So, Qira'atul Fatiha, the recitation of the Fatiha is a rukun upon every musalli, a rukun, a pillar upon every musalli, everyone performing the salah, look at that, the imam and the ma'mum, the imam who leads the salah, the ma'mum who is led, who follows the imam and the prayer, and the munfarid, the one who prays alone, and the one who prays alone, why? Because the texts are general. Are general. It, the texts did not exclude anyone. Did not exclude anyone. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger وسلم, did not exclude anyone, then what is mandatory therefore is to have the ruling applicable in general otherwise if there had been any exclusion the Prophet ﷺ or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Prophet ﷺ would have explained that and clarified it as Allah the Most High said in Surah An-Nahl 16.89 وَنَزَّلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ تِبْيَانًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَنَزَّلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ تِبْيَانًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ and we have sent down to you the book as an exposition of everything, a guidance and a mercy and glad tidings. And we don't have from the Prophet ﷺ neither a, an explicit, uh, authentic report that the Fatiha is not or is lifted from the ma'mum that the ma'mum does not have to pray the fatiha there is no report whether the salah is uh, done in secrecy the secret salah or silent one uh, or loud one but the difference between the silent and the loud is that the loud Uh, the person in the loud recites the Fatiha and then he goes silent and listens to the recitation of his Imam with respect to the silent one the person recites the Fatiha and other than the Fatiha until the Imam makes Ruku' now we have however in the Sunnah an exception if in case a person uh, joins the salah late and the imam is having ruku' you understand now the case he joins the salah while the imam is having ruku' so if a person comes in while the imam is in ruku' 
then the Fatiha drops. The evidence for that is what is reported in Sahih al-Bukhari, the hadith of Abi Bakr, radiallahu anhu. He entered the masjid and the Prophet ﷺ was in ruku' was performing ruku' so he hastened and he made ruku' before joining the line then afterwards he joined the line and when the Prophet ﷺ made taslim he said ayyukum alladhi raka'adun as-saffi thumma mashail as-saffu amongst you made ruku' before joining the line and then walked to the line so Abu Bakr said Ana ya Rasulullah it's me or messenger of Allah he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told him zadakallahu hirsan wa la ta'ud may Allah increase you in care and keenness concerning the salah but don't repeat this because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa knew that the thing that uh, made him rush and hasten to join the line in Rukur uh, or yes to uh, to attain the Raka'ah in Salah uh, that's the thing which made him hasten is to attain the Raka'ah and that's why he made the Rukur before he reached the row so that was his objective, to be able to attain the rak'ah. And that's why the Prophet ﷺ said, Zadakallahu hirsan wa la ta'ud. May Allah increase you in keenness concerning the salah wa la ta'ud. But don't repeat to this action. Repeat this action and make ruku' before you join the line and then you rush or hasten. Because uh, the Prophet ﷺ said, إِذَا أَتَيْتُمُ الصَّلَاةِ فَعَلَيْكُمْ بِالسَّكِينَةِ When you come to Salah, then come with tranquility on you. فَمَا أَدْرَكْتُمْ فَصَلُّوا Whatever you attain, then pray. وَمَا فَاتَكُمْ فَأَتِمُوا And whatever you missed, then you complete that which you have missed. And the Prophet ﷺ, the point of evidence here is that he did not command him to make up the rak'ah. You understand? He did not command him to make up this rak'ah. And so he attained it. Otherwise, if he didn't attain it, the Prophet ﷺ would have informed him to make it up. Because the Prophet ﷺ would not delay the explanation of a matter at the time of its need. Because he is a conveyor. And the conveyor conveys what is needed to be explained. And if the Prophet ﷺ did not tell him you did not attain a rak'ah, then we know that he did attain it. And in this case you see that the Fatiha dropped. You understand the point of evidence now? Since he attained the rak'ah, even though he did not recite the Fatiha. You see that? No. Now, this is from the text. There is another point uh, from the angle of reasoning, in addition to the text mentioned. We know that the Fatiha is a must with the standing. When the person is standing, 
And in this case, there is no standing on this individual because he had to follow the imam. So if the standing dropped, then the remembrance, uh, which is obligated in the standing, also drops. You understand that? So therefore, from the text and from reasoning as well, uh, indicates that the person, if he comes while the imam is making ruku', is in a state of ruku', then the person makes takbirat al-ihram while standing and does not uh, recite. Rather, he makes ruku', bowing. But if he makes takbir for ruku', then this is better. And if he does not, and there is no harm sufficient for him, is the first takbir, the takbir of ihram entering the salah. It is a must on the individual to recite the fatiha when standing in the salah. As to what is done by some people, if the imam stands up for the second rak'ah, for example, you find some people sitting, and they don't stand up with the imam sitting and reciting the fatiha. And you find him that he sits there until he finishes half of the fatiha. Then he stands up while he is able. While he is able. Then it is said to this man, your recitation of the fatiha is incorrect, invalid. Because the fatiha must be prayed, must be rather recited in the standing position. And you are able to stand. And you recited some of it while you were sitting. Therefore, your qira'ah, your recitation is invalid. Is that clear? This is done by some people. Is this clear? Okay, so we repeat. So now we have from the text and reasoning as well, that whoever comes to the prayers while the imam is in a position of ruku', then the individual who comes late, he makes takbirat al-ihram while standing, but does not recite the fatiha. Rather, he makes ruku'ah. But if he makes takbir for the ruku'ah, you know, then this is better. And if he doesn't, then there is no harm. Sufficient is takbirat al-ihram, the first takbirah. Is that understood? This is what you missed upon the disconnection, perhaps, yes. Another point, that the individual... The Musalli must, must recite the Fatiha while in standing position. While in standing position. And as to what is done sometimes by some people, you find them, if the Imam stands up for the second rak'ah, for example, you find them sitting, and they don't stand up with the Imam while he recites the Fatiha. You see him sitting there until he finishes half the Fatiha, then stands up while he is able. You're not talking about somebody incapacitated, but he is able to stand up. So it is said to this person, your recitation of the Fatiha now is invalid, because the Fatiha must be recited while in a standing position. And you are able to stand, and you have recited part of it while you are sitting. Therefore your Salah is not valid with this recitation. Is that clear? Okay. As to what... Uh, yeah, okay. What about extra uh, surah other than the Fatiha in the first rak'ah and second rak'ah? Yes, this is a sunnah. 
this is a sunnah. As to the third rak'ah in Maghrib, or the third or the fourth in Dhuhr, and Asr and Isha, then this is not a sunnah. The sunnah is to restrict uh, the two rak'ah uh, that follow the first two rak'ahs, uh, uh, restricted to the Fatiha. And if sometimes, uh, during Asr or Dhuhr, a person may add to the Fatiha uh, another surah, then there is no harm. But in origin, uh, restricting to the Fatiha in the first two rak'ah, uh, no. uh, in, the, in the two rak'ah following the tashahud, the first tashahud, if it is a fourth rak'ah prayer, or a third rak'ah prayer, uh, uh, if it is the third rak'ah in a third rak'ah prayer, or the uh, two rak'ahs in a four rak'ah prayer following the first tashahud. Is that clear? Then inshallah ta'ala we'll, uh, we'll stop here and next time we'll talk about the ruku' and sujood. Wallahu ta'ala ala wa alam. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 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 Wa sallam.